Screw it, I'm doing it. Hey, guys. Are you familiar with uh, a little-known actress known as Jennifer Love Hewitt? Sure am. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's part of the, uh, I think, uh, I know what you did last summer days or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, this episode might have something to do with a little side gig that she had for a little while. You guys aware what that could possibly be? I haven't heard. Mm-mm. Hidden Gems. Today on All right, guys, welcome in, everybody. My name is Chard Monk. I will be hosting this wonderful episode of Press B to Cancel. And of course, I am not alone. No, I am not. I have my dearest friends, Sinistar and Werewolf. Gentlemen, how are you doing this fine Friday evening? Double plus good. Fantastic. Uh, tis the Double season. Double plus good. Eggnog. Yeah. We got we got eggnogs. We got shining gems in the background. We've got we got some goodies. We got some goodies and some something that rhymes with goodies. Um I was I was thrown into the host seat quicker than I thought tonight, so I am completely unprepared. <laughs> but you know what? I am not unprepared for a discussion about some of the second editions of Hidden Gems that we have amongst the three of us. Um, I know we did some deep diving uh, to really find some some you know battle worn and earth tested and stashed away gems that are out there in this world. Um, some great, great hidden gems we talked about in the past would be none other than the most secret of them all, Final Fantasy Tactics, um, that no one has heard of what? ever. What's this game? Final? Final. Final. It's a, I hear it's a series of games with some tactical, I don't know. I've never played it. I couldn't tell you. Final sci-fi um, tactics? Sci tactics five. Yeah. We love you, GP. Um, don't worry. We got some good ones Last for you today. Story strategy, you say? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> the three of us have come up with, uh, we, we scoured, we did scour cause I was thinking of like three hidden gems myself that uh, we were digging around for. And, uh, I played them and went, yeah, these are neither a gem nor very hidden. So I shelved them. And upon some further reviewing of my steam library, I went, Hey, I think I found one gentlemen. Do you have as hard as much as much of a hard time as I did hunting down, some of these hidden gems. I would say I probably didn't. You, yeah. And I would I think say, out of everybody in the group, you wouldn't. <laughs> well, and I would yeah, say, I, I, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I play a lot of, uh, under the radar games as is, I think so. Mm -hmm. Well, mm. I took a little bit of a different tact. So I, I actually had a hard time because I specifically wanted to find a hidden gem that I hadn't played. Hmm. See, that's that's good. I I was going through the library and I was like, man, I I play so much shit that everybody plays. <laughs> like, mm. I don't have a lot of secret stuff, um, or or like obscurities that that I either a didn't have haven't already talked about in previous episode, or b Wolf hasn't played a hundred times over. So <laughs> I was kind of even the one I picked. I was like, I know Wolf has heard of this one. I'm certainly he has. So. Um, cause I think you and I talked about it in the past, but, 
we might as well dive in because we've been very good about not going two hours long in our last couple of episodes. And I think we should keep that montage going. Uh oh. Especially finger. since I have a feeling next week's going to go a little ways. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll have the Christmas edition next week. That's uh, two hour special, probably. <laughs> you know, kiss saves. I'll have to kiss saves press B to cancel. I'll have to find Christmas. the like the nineteen eighties like television like the like rainbow special thing that comes there up. You, you know, have that <laughs> one come up. Yeah, it's the Christmas special. Yeah. All right, guys. So let's uh, let's go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and go last since I am I am the host of the episode this time, and I can make those kinds of decisions. Who would like to go first within this this wonderful uh, tunnel of hidden gems we got here? There Sinistar. we go. Sinistar right. has let's volunteered as tribute. Volunteered as tribute. So I found <laughs> a game that was never released in the United States. Now, you know, in the world of ROMs, it's not hard to find. But uh, it was released in, in the EU, and it was released in Japan. Funny enough, the game takes place in New York, though. <laughs> so, you know. Like you do. Like you do. Um, so it, it it's actually... Uh, it. it a part of the reason I kind of found it is it's uh it takes place on Christmas or Christmas Eve. I don't remember which, but it takes place on Christmas or Christmas Eve. And it has wow. a little bit of a similarity to uh to a couple movies. Um what was that? What was that? Uh Towering Inferno. So a little bit of Towering oh. Inferno, but also a little bit of Nakatomi Plaza. Oh, there you go. Um Aha. yeah. No backdraft? So, no, well, there are backdrafts <laughs> in the game, so... I was going to say, is this uh, Jingle All the Way, the VR mod? Well, what's really funny is, if I remember right, backdraft, they they, they kind of uh, anthropomorphize fire a little bit, and like... Yeah. And this, the fire kind of anthropomorphize. I'm talking about a Super Nintendo game called The Firemen. Oh. And I'm going to pull up... Uh, so I'm, I'm doing technical hosting, so I'm going to be a, a little bit slow on the uptake here for just a second but mildly um, hindered yeah but give me just give me just a second i'm gonna laugh if this is the game i think it is because i have seen this game okay basically for those listening and not watching sinistar is bringing up footage yeah yes so i wanted to start out because I, I i actually laughed pretty hard um so there is uh the so the game starts and it, and it has a story to it. You play fireman and the story I'm pulling up the manual right now. Um, so basically it says <laughs> the year is 2010 civilization has progressed little in the last 20 years. So it's, a Accurate. uh, it's winter in New York. The annual Christmas party at the Metro tech chemical company building is underway. So here's your Nakatomi Plaza. Right. The time is 6 p.m. A small fire began in the kitchen, which had been left unattended. Flames fueled by abundant chemicals spread rapidly. Uh, one of my favorite bits is it tells you that you're going to go in. You're going to find this chemical called, what is it? They, I think they call it MDF, which of course to me is medium density fiber. But anyway, but you're supposed <laughs> well, to go yep. collect to, it. To everyone. Yeah. You're supposed to collect it. Take it to the roof. And blow it up so that it releases the, the water tower. And what's really funny is this also happens in the game. So it tells you this at the beginning in the story. And then there's a point where they call in the architect of the building. And he's like, 
Well, you don't have access to the water, but there's water on the roof. So if you can get that release and they're like, but the MDF is. Uh, so it's funny that they tell you this and then they're like, but it's dangerous. I don't know that we want to do it. So the exposition gets a little weird, but the <laughs> gameplay and the audio or the, sa- the, the soundtrack are bangers. This game, mm. I played it for about an hour and the controls are fantastic. It has, it has that just you know, super Nintendo level jank, uh, uh, dialogue, like, you know, do a barrel roll, but you know, imagine that in the fireman and let me, uh, let me, (laughs) let me move forward a little bit in this, uh, in this, in this video so that you can see it. This reminds me of the first episode of the fall of usher. Yeah. So, so basically I, I, I fast forwarded a little bit cause I'm going to show I'm going to show the first area. This is the first area boss. So every single area that you go into has a boss. And what's entertaining is they keep it fresh, even though it's just like you're fighting fires and there's, and there's (laughs) the manual goes over. Like you have a team of four. What I love is it talks about you. It talks about your second in command. And then it's like, Oh, and there's also these three names. Like, it's just like the exposition is great, but (laughs) sure. It's yeah. But the gameplay is absolutely stellar, um, and it does keep it fresh. You know, they're they're you know uh, control robots in the in the chemical factory that like the fire makes them freak out, and you have to rescue people that are you know in the fire and all of this stuff. So, it oh MDL, sorry, it's MDL, not MDF. Ah, okay. So it's medium density liber. <laughs> yeah, of course, science. Yeah. Anyway, um, I played it for about an hour and it is, it is a blast. You, so you, you have a couple States, you have a, a long, you have a, a long range, uh, water cannon, but it doesn't, it doesn't actually like hit the ground in front of you. And so if there's little bits of fire, you have a ground aiming one. Um, you can actually signal your cohort to launch a fire suppression bomb which however that works cool. Um, and, uh, it's just, it's just great. You, you know, you, you take damage, all of that stuff. So it, it, it appears to me, it looks a lot like, um, the Jurassic park version on the super Nintendo. Like yeah. it's got that kind of, it's, I wouldn't say top down. It's like, you know, angled top down kind of feel. And, and, uh, it's got the same kind of map. Uh, style i really like the use of fire as an enemy as opposed mm-hmm. to just like a, a natural event mm-hmm. um, i have seen this stream before on twitch some time ago mm. and uh, was interested in playing that so i'm pretty happy to see this make a resurface on our own show um because this is actually something i would not mind giving a shot at some point and seeing if there might even be some retro achievements for it i think that'd be pretty cool yeah and and honestly watching the because i i played it for about an hour and of course my first play i didn't make it terribly far i made it through a couple levels but the long plays that you see online take about an hour and change so it's not a Mm. super long game um Mm -hmm. obviously your first play and if you're doing retro achievements i'm sure it would be you know 17 two, hours two weeks three <laughs> yeah. weeks yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah it's it's funny you mentioned this and the only reason i've heard of this is because i saw a streamer play it on twitch a few years ago yeah and just as much now as then it's i don't know if you guys have ever heard of a saturn game called burning rangers 
Mm, no. But it very much reminds me of Burning Rangers, but it came before Burning Rangers, right? Because it's oh, really? a Super Nintendo game that was Saturn. But, mm. you know, Burning Rangers is very stylized, high-octane firefighting, right? With badass music. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, um, I mean, it's it's got some things in common with that, and that's actually one of the reasons I want to play this game. I love how Muppety the characters uh-huh. look in this. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, they definitely and- look like there were some like a Jim Hansen mutation of some kind. Yeah. And the dialogue yeah. is so good because it's just so bad, right? I mean, right. it's that it's that, you know, I don't know. How are we gonna, you know, it's too dangerous. Don't go. And then of course you do go, right? I mean, it's that, it's that, <laughs> you know, we've we've sent up a ladder, so you have to go break out a window and blah blah. Like it's it's great. Um Oh yeah, I forgot to mention that you can also duck and go under some yeah. flames and Yeah, that's um, pretty wild that there's the crawling mechanic yeah. and Wow. This game's this game's a lot deeper than like what surfaces would say. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you're not just a guy fighting fighters with you know, fighting fires with your crew. Like there's there seems to be a lot of cool mechanics to it. And and if you like, you know, you were saying how much how good it felt and how it didn't mm-hmm. feel like too janky and it was mm-hmm. real smooth and and again the people that i've seen or the, the person that i've seen play it also said very similar things about like it's not broken it's not it's it's not too difficult but it's it just feels good it's an interesting thing because firefighting is such a common career choice for a lot of people right. and you know and you don't see a lot of games that are out there that are like that and i don't know if it's you know the stipulation of being a firefighter or what but and I'm surprised this didn't get to the United States. This this just seems so Especially American-y. taking place in New York. <laughs> right. You know. Yeah, right. We were, I mean, we were going to be offended about 2010. I don't know, but they came over here to film what? this. Why didn't they just really <laughs> <laughs> I mean, One thing I want to point out, I think like it's funny in New York. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's funny that your buddy was just whacking that fire uh-huh. out with his hatchet. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cuz that's how that works. But well, uh, yeah, yeah, that's how hatchets go. Man. It's you know what this also kind of reminds me of is Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Yeah, oh, for sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it also reminds Definitely. me of what is it? Alien Syndrome. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Alien yeah. Syndrome. I could see that. Definitely. Yeah. So, although I honestly, I felt like I love Alien Syndrome. I think it's a great game, but the the controls in this felt better, honestly. Right. Oh, I'm so, sure. Yeah, but no, this looks cool. I, yeah, I'll have to go and find a. A playable version of this somewhere because I think this would be pretty fun. Pretty fun <laughs> little yeah, round. I had completely forgotten about this game, honestly. Yeah. This, this is this is something I'm gonna have to get my hands on and play. Yeah, and, yeah. And I think once you get once you get the mechanics down and you feel comfortable with it, I think honestly, like I said, I don't think it's a long game. I think it's uh mm-hmm. I think it's doable in, in an hour and change, right? So oh, so watch on the screen. There's, this is the other cool thing. You go, there's a bridge over you and they do this like circle to cut out so you can see. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 like, yeah that's I cool. like that. Honestly, yeah, like, like one of those things they, yeah. I think, uh, soul blazer had an effect like that mm-hmm. at certain points. And that's one of the things I loved about that when I played through it for the first time. Mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like this was used quite a bit at the beginning of the Super Nintendo life life yeah uh, frame yeah, what year but it was never like game? it wasn't used since 94 94 yeah, yeah. it but they don't use they never it didn't seem like they used it very often after 
Maybe I'm yeah. just not playing the right games in it, but it, it just felt like that was something kind of neat. Like the mode seven was right. a great you know right. addition, and that was something else that they were using. But you didn't see it a whole lot after so long. So I don't know. Anyway, I, I uh, as I said, I went and specifically tried to find a hidden gem that I hadn't played, um, and I found a banger. Uh, and the soundtrack yeah, good soundtrack is so good. Yeah, um, I mean it's one. it's a Super Nintendo era. <laughs> And it's not it's hard it's not, not to have a banger, you know. And it's not yeah. Super Mario RPG with four bars of of music. <laughs> <laughs> I wow. wanna I wanna throw this out there. Um, apparently, this is the same company that the same development studio that did Kabuki Quantum Fighter, oh, Monster fuck, okay. Party. Yeah. Um, there was another one I saw in here. I lost it. But that's that's pretty interesting because mm. Kabuki mm. Quantum Fighter is also kind of out there, but also really cool, you know. Yeah, Kabuki Wildfire awesome. is really great. I'm I was hoping they'd they'd make like a couple more versions of that specific game. I'm not huge on platformers, but I'll tell you what, that was a, a classic one when I was a kid. <clears throat> That's awesome. Good choice. I like this one. Thank this you. is a great this yeah. is a great one. Yeah. That's so, a good pick. Um yeah. And it's I mean it's 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 not a complex game, which I also like as well. Cause you know, part of the Part of the struggle I think some of us have had with our Sisyphean games is, you know, all the time it takes to get into them and beat them. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Never I think mind. GP's got it right because he plays all the games and he knows how to just destroy. And oh, we're yeah. over here going like, I want to play something <laughs> that takes me twenty eight hours. Well, to, but but you know. you know, honestly, I don't know how true that is because that guy speedruns Silver Surfer. That yeah, guy yeah, yeah. plays metal, whatever it is. The I mean, he plays the hardest Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like that guy plays the hardest games and just wins. So yeah, he's not the only one with a badge from Battletoads. I'm just that's saying. fair. That's fair. We're calling you <laughs> out, Jake. <laughs> Looks like it's gonna stay too. So uh, I do have I do have a second one. Do we want to do? Do we want to? You know what? I'm gonna do my second one, and then and then somebody else can go. <laughs> Uh, okay. so, so my second game is, uh, is a little known game called Chrono Trigger. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Hell moving yeah. on, moving on. That's never heard of it. Uh, I definitely haven't owned it on three different consoles. <laughs> Tell me more. And yeah, three different versions. Uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> definitely don't have the badge for that one either. All right. All right. So firefighters and time travelers. I love it. Yeah. Good choices. Good choices. there. strong, <laughs> strong entry. Uh, to the uh, secondary Hidden Gems episode. Um, Wolf, how do you feel about uh, coming in after that After that showing? I, I feel like Sinistars is probably um, a little more hidden than mine, but I still think mine is pretty well hidden. This nice. is a game that came out early this year, so I'm bringing it up to 2023 here, so we're, we're skipping ahead about 30 years. <laughs> well, remember, mine takes place in 2020. Was it a 2010? Or 2010. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Well, yeah, bro. Come on. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Math is hard with eggnog. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking and, of time uh, travelers. So the game I'm picking is Ship of Fools. Mm. Don't now, know anything about this. Good call. You'll be you'll be totally flabbergasted by the fact that this is a roguelite. Oh. Oh. Like, you never play those. Surprising. I never play roguelites. Surprise! No, not a single one. <laughs> no, it's a. It's actually two players though. It's it's kind of designed oh, okay. for two players. So yeah. single single player feels a lot more chaotic than two player. 
weirdly enough, because two player is pretty damn chaotic. So hmm. I have footage here that I recorded today of single player. And uh, basically you're finding your way from the starting island with the lighthouse, finding your way across the ocean to fight back the darkness that's encroaching on the lighthouse. And so every time you sink, every time you lose, your ship sinks, you wash ashore back on the island and your ship finds its way back so that you go on the ship again, right? It, you go out again. And so that's how it's randomized every time. And mm. it's called Ship of Fools because all the player characters are just total dum-dums. <laughs> they, <laughs> they get hit with like this wall of text from the, the other NPCs who are like telling you in great detail about what's going on. And your guy's like, okay. Yeah. You know? <laughs> or just dot, dot, dot. They have very little to say, or they'll pick up on like the smallest detail that doesn't matter and try to ask questions about that instead of getting involved in what, what's really important. So it's, it's kind of funny hmm. in that regard, but it's, right. it's this wild game where you you're just trying to defend your ship as you sail across the sea. So you've got monsters coming from both sides and you've got two cannons at your disposal and you can whack things with your paddle if they land on your ship. So you're going back and forth between your cannons, shooting things up, shooting things down, trying to prevent damage to your ship. And if anything lands, you're just beating them with your paddle, trying to destroy them. And sometimes they shoot projectiles that you can actually pinball like ping pong back at the enemies oh, there okay. is a horrifying thing on the screen right now that yeah, giant not... fly with yeah, with all the like... eyes that makes and, the little flies and and um testicles <laughs> that are hanging way too low <laughs> yeah. unless that's its sucker <laughs> i think face, those are eggs <laughs> those are supposed to oh. be eggs because it lays huevos like is the term huevos is the term Wave looking for. huevos <laughs> fair. <Yes>. fair well <laughs> fair <laughs> Jesus. No, I love the art style. It's, the art style is fantastic. Oh, yeah. It's super charming looking. This is actually not what the base ship looks like. I think this is because my buddy and I had done everything in the game at the time. The base ship only had like three or four slots, maybe five slots to put things by the time we were done. It started with three. And mm. you see here, we've got six. I've got six slots to just have things that upgrade my ship or I can store items to move from region to region. I was going to so ask you can that. Store is, is the ship repair. upgradable as you go through? Yeah, so you get new types of ammo. You get uh, things that buff your characters or buff aspects of the cannons or defense of the ship or whatever. And then you kind of have to choose, pick and choose what you want to keep. And then you can also hold on to planks that are used for repairing. So you get single planks or triple planks. Up at the top left, you'll see all those little diamonds mm -hmm. that represent the health bar. You can even get shields that go beyond the health bar. And so if you get hit, you just lose a shield instead of taking the damage. It's like but, Sea of Thieves, but a roguelite. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a little bit. And it's it's just madness. You can accidentally hit your friend if you're playing two-player. I can't tell you the amount of times that, like, my friend and I were just trying not to die. And <laughs> he generally mans the cannons and I'm generally the one keeping the deck safe and he'll be shooting at the boss. And all of a sudden I'm over there trying to whack everything around him. He's just getting knocked silly off the cannon. He's like, why can't I fire? I'm like, hold on. I'm beating you up. Chill for a second. <laughs> Chill. 
So you trying said, to kill you. You said boss. I'm gonna see if I can find a. I think maybe. Yeah. Oh, a sp- so there's, there's a spike. Oh. Oh, that's not cool. Yeah, there's. It's a crab. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's better. It that's looks. Better. Oh well, actually, that is kind of a spider thing. No, that's. that's I was thinking of the crab thing. That's cool. um yeah there's after each region so there's technically four regions but there's three regions you actually have to sail across and then the fourth region is just instantly the final boss mm. uh, at least that's how it used to be i'm speaking from my experience at the end of april so <laughs> they've added a few patches since then with extra content that my buddy and i just haven't gone back to yet it looks like so, the darkness can spread. Like, is are, can it, like... Yes. So you've got the full map at your disposal when you first start sailing, and you kind of have to pick and choose where you want to go mm-hmm. to try and get the goodies. Like, it shows you what kind of item you'll get if you land on that space, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And so you have to sail your way to those spaces. But as you progress, like, every... The base number is three turns. That can be altered. So every mm-hmm. three move, every three movements... Uh, the darkness or the storm, as they call it, will encroach. And so it'll encroach in a kind of random pattern. So you don't know if you might lose access to what you were headed to or not. Oh, wow. That's cool. And then oh, wow. as soon as yeah, you yeah. hit the storm, that's the boss. Yeah. And this yeah, is a good example. The first boss here, it's got a bunch of tentacles swimming around your ship that you have to prevent from whacking your ship. So if you don't hit them fast enough, they'll come down and try to hit your ship. And once they're doing that, you have to paddle them away from your ship oh wow <laughs> oh my god yeah and then get back to it you'll see it in my gameplay right here i've got two cannons but one of them is auto cannon so it it makes the things a little easier i think that's more for single player than multiplayer mm. but i generally have an auto cannon anyway because i'm trying to keep the deck safe and my buddy's on his double cannon but it, it just there's became, a lot of different ways to play this it just became an arrakis worm yeah, so it comes up and yeah. you just, it's like a a sea bound sarlacc pit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That uh, you just beat the crap out of it, and you know if you've got if you're having a good run, the first time you see that thing come up out, you <laughs> will kill it. Oh, really? If you're not having a good run, you'll take at least two, maybe three. I think our first time killing it was five or six that it came out of the ocean. Mm. So it was ridiculous. Wow. This does but look very chaotic, but in a fun yes. way. Like, Oh yeah. It like, <clears> you <throat> just see all these things flying at the ship there. And it's like, Oh my God. Like if you reflect them back at the enemy, they take damage. If you don't, you got to kill all these little slugs that have landed on your deck. Right. That's crazy. Oh, so and this is definitely a fun one. You know, yeah. I I was going through today and I saw Streets of Rogue was a a very decent price today because of your description of it last time. I decided to scoop that up, and this is not faring well for me either. So <laughs> this, this is this is so, the problem with my bank gems. account. This is the problem with Hidden Gems episodes is we're like yeah. I'm gonna go we buy them. Go find them. Yeah. yeah. I would like to also elaborate the online multiplayer because that's how I've only played the multiplayer mm-hmm. is really smooth. Oh, good. It's it's got it. It had a couple of bugs when it first launched. Those got fixed, so it stopped leaving. And the bugs were never anything game breaking. But sometimes you'd just see an enemy still hovering up in the corner that you had killed a long time ago, 
And so it's like, what, like if you were second player, not the one hosting, but the one joining, you'd see that from time to time. It'd be like, ah, okay, I have to deal with this crap now. I got to remember that that's not there. <laughs> but they gotcha. fix that. Okay. But it's also intended for couch co-op. So you could just play two players Very on cool. the same screen. Very so cool. it's, it's a lot yeah. of fun. It's got a lot of uh, little Middle Miss Fortune or something in there. Mm -hmm. Like that kind of artwork throughout the game. Yeah. Really cool. I get that kind of feel for it. So I dig it. I dig it. Nice. I'd sail that ship. I'd float on that barge. That's right. That's for damn sure. Well, call, this is man. one I'm eagerly awaiting getting back to with my buddy once we can. Nice. That's cool. And you said it's two-player co-op. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's It's kind of designed with two player in mind single okay. player is possible mm -hmm. uh, i actually wasn't having too much trouble i beat the second boss in this run i did today and i haven't played in eight months so wow <laughs> well you do happen to have some hidden talents for these wonderfully hidden gems here mr wolf so it doesn't surprise me but uh this yeah this will be this is going on the wish list i think this is pretty cool but like wow. just yeah, watching the one... gameplay it's it's kind of mesmerizing to just look at with the the charming art style that it has and all the things constantly happening trying mm, yeah. to keep track of all that when you're playing is just it, madness it you see looks... all those damage on my ship right now i'm missing like seven planks yeah <laughs> it kind of reminds me the art style yeah a little misfortune but i think probably more for me don't starve mm, yeah 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 um, okay I guess a little bit of don't starve too, not in the characters, but in the background art. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Like those, those waves definitely have that feel to it in the background. There. So yeah, it's, it's like middle, little misfortune character designs mm -hmm. and then don't starve set design. Right. Mm. Yeah. This looks like a banger. It. I'm into it. This looks yeah. like a banger. I dig it. Definitely into it. Definitely. will uh, we'll check this one out when we're done. Yep. All right. Awesome. Good call, Wolf. I like it. I like it. Keep bringing these rogues to me, man. These, <laughs> these, these are too good. They're, they just keep getting better. I'm like, oh, fucking Gungeon. And you're like, no, man. I got the good shit here. <laughs> Perfect. All right. <clears throat> like we were talking about, and I, I'm, I'm going to get a little behind the scenes for the audience here, but we were talking about doing this, and I was like, my perspective on this is a little skewed because I get fed articles about these little, like I learned about ship of fools just before it came out because an article came, was pushed to me for it on my phone. Mm -hmm. And I mean, this is still, it's only got like 2,500 reviews on steam or something, which is not a ton. So like, this is definitely like, I knew about it before it was released and I was ready to jump on it with my buddy too. And you guys had never heard of it. So yeah. Yeah. This one, was, well, when you said ship of fools, I said, that's a, that's a song by erasure. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, judging by my steam library, I live in a box. So, you know, <laughs> a box that's well promoted apparently. So, well, I dig it. I'm all about it. This is great. Yep. So, I guess uh, I guess that means I'm gonna have to dive into mine, uh, my my hidden gem. Um, I thought hog and hard about it, and uh, I really wanted to kind of dive into of a, a little hidden gem that not many people have heard about. Um, it was pretty popular a couple years back, 
um, amongst like the underground crew. Hmm. Um, but uh, it didn't really make its way to the big headlines. Um, so let's go ahead and let's dive into mine. Mine is Elden Ring. Uh, Elden Ring is a little known from soft game. No, I'm just <laughs> fucking with you guys. That's not true at all. No, I actually have a good one. Um, many moons ago, I was at the EMP Museum here in Seattle. In Seattle, in this EMP Museum, there was a video game, uh, what is it called? Exhibit. That's what I'm thinking. Exhibit. Not the hip-hop artist, no. An actual like exhibit of, of video games. And within this video game exhibit, there was this little game that was sitting off to the corner called Pony Island. I came up to it. I started messing with it. And I was like, this game looks dumb as hell. And it looks and it's hard. And I don't know what's going on. Little did I know that upon playing Pony Island, my first roundabout into this game on how freaking deep and dark and twisted this game actually began. So as it begins, oh. you are basically playing a side scrolling jumping pony game where your your goal is just to jump over fences as a pony. And then it stops and it's 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 it just keeps perpetuating. It keeps going. And eventually the system begins to speak to you and little glitches start to show up and weird looking, just weird looking stuff was popping up. And if you click on it, it'll like open up like coding in the game or like flow charts or or um, yeah, like a like a flow map on how uh, how a code is written. And you can mess with it and you can move around icons that allow the code to continue continue its progression instead of starting over at the end. And when you start doing that, you start unlocking things in this game and the computer starts to yell at you saying you're breaking everything. Stop doing this. And eventually <laughs> to continue playing, the game asks you to give you its soul and to continue playing. You have to give the game its soul. And when you when you say no, because there's a section where you're typing on an, an IM messenger to something or someone, and it responds to you with almost whatever you type. But it's kind of like when you go to a fortune teller, and she can she reads your fortune, fortune almost perfectly, but it's super subjective because it's really vague, but it's so close to what you're trying to tell it that it almost sounds like it's meant for you. That's how this yeah. game feels. Like you'll type in any sentence, but it still means the same thing. And it responds to you almost the exact same way. And you could give it its, your name. And it'll start calling you by whatever name you type in. So obviously I put chart in there and it kept calling me by my name, chart. Well, the person talking to you is it's and his name is written in like leet writing with the sevens and the ats and stuff. It's <laughs> Lucifer. It's, it's Lucifer <laughs> talking, talking to you. And then there's this guy called Hopeless Lost Soul that's talking to you about being trapped in this game and to not get you trapped in this game. He's trying to help you out. So he starts opening up these portals in the game so that you can bounce around those little, you'll see a little squiggly section, like a little block of whatever's. And you click on that and it'll open up like this flow map of how the, how the code works. And you can play all these things and screw it up. And as you continue to do this, the game gets more mad at you and keeps trying to mess with you just to get you trapped in this game. And you're fighting your way to not get sucked into the game. And there's a, per there's a point where you're actually fighting the Azazel security program. <laughs> and as you're putting the flow map together to stop it, 
you know, to, to, to unlock whatever you're trying to unlock to crash the game or whatever code is written at the end, it is moving stuff around for you. And there's actually me playing it. You can, if you fast forward a little bit more, you'll see me trying to fight, fight quote unquote, Azazel as he's putting my code in the wrong order and then locking it in. So you have to like start all over again and everything. It's super, super dark and it's really twisted in a game that's called Pony Island. That's hot yellow and, and pinks and purples when you start it up. And then you see all these evil looking ponies and you get like a pony laser later mm. because it gets you stuck on something <laughs> and, and you have to hack it to get through it. It's incredible. And it just it's it's a there's a game called Welcome to the Game which apparently this takes a lot. I don't know if it takes from or has given to, but it's essentially the same kind of thing where it's a hacking game where you're trying to hack your way out before something captures you or kills you. But it's so basic when you're watching it or playing it at the first thought, you don't think about it until it just sucks you in. And when we started the, the podcast today and Sinistar was like, hey, come and come and hang out. And I popped in. He goes, what are you doing? I'm all, I'm addicted to this game again. <laughs> I can't stop playing it. So... <laughs> It's a really cool puzzle, puzzle deep, very deep story puzzle game um, that is super entertaining. And it, I don't think it takes a long time to beat if you're like better at it. I was I was kind of trash. So you see this is a section here where you got the devil heads floating around and he's saying, now try and beat this game. Now you uh -huh. can't get past it. Now you're stuck here. You go in and you hack the game through the code and you give your pony lasers to shoot out of its mouth to kill all those devil's heads so you can progress <laughs> to the next set. Like it's stupid shit like that. Like the codes breaking while you're trying to like click on the different things. And as you, as you see, like things will light up and you'll see where it says advanced options in the background here, you can click on the advanced options and put it and it unlocks a whole new set of things you can do, but you don't notice it. Like there's no hand holding <laughs> in this game. Like you're just lost. And really it comes down to just clicking on shit until you're like, Oh, I'm in. And that's how I figured it out. It's oh, it's pretty spectacular. That's really cool. It's I, a really really cool concept. I honestly <clears throat> feel like this is a this is a, a like a two D pony side scrolling version of of Doki Doki Literature Club. Pretty much. I've I've not played a lot of Doki Doki, but I know that it's it starts out very like cute and innocent, and then turns uh -huh. just fucking dark at the end. And, and the I game, don't know. If it, yeah, I wouldn't say like this game is is that dark but in like in a religious sense super dark super evil and it's and it's <laughs> actually when i first started playing it stressed me out a little bit because i was like yo am i really getting sucked in this game <laughs> is this is this really <laughs> happening to me being a non-religious person whatsoever i'm like i'm a little worried about what's going on with this thing it's kind of spooking me out yeah i just so, saw the option that said allow to die on earth <laughs> yeah free will free will and you can't <laughs> click it won't let you click it so it it's yeah. it's great. I, I I think Wolf has you you've played this one before. If I'm not mistaken, I have. I played it many years ago, so I didn't remember everything about it. I do. Re I did remember that it just kind of got really weird. That it started off being super cutesy and it got bizarre, yeah. and that's all I really remembered. But I I know like this is the same guy who did Inscription last mm -hmm. year, and Inscription does some similar things to that throughout the mm. game. It's uh it's got that same sort of dark what the hell is going on feeling to it. So where it, it starts off feeling like a slay the spire roguelite and it kind of turns that on its head at a point. 
So basically mm. this guy, we, we actually can confirm that this guy is Satan brought back to earth. <laughs> essentially, essentially. All I right. love the Buffamet too. Like yeah. <laughs> the, the digitized Buffamet in the background, yep. the eight bit Buffamet. And uh, it's actually a code. You, you use that to try and unlock something else that you're locked out of by typing in that code. And, and it's just, it, there's little hints like throughout the game, and you'll see like old prototype options is written super small in the mm-hmm. coding and you got to like just you have to be really useless options up at the top <laughs> of the screen like you have to you have to look all over just to see even the slightest thing that's out of out of order or out of you know weirdness and to figure this whole thing out there and, are it, and better it really options makes you think than about this. it yeah <laughs> yes i mean it's it's cool and then you try and get the pony laser and it says cheater <laughs> i won't let you win yeah and it's watching. moving the screen so uh-huh. you can't click it so you hack it you hack it to get the screen bigger so you click on the goddamn button <laughs> and when you beat it with the lasers it calls you a cheater it says that's not fair you can't cheat that way and then it locks you out of a bunch of other shit and you have to like hack your way back into it Honestly, with Sinistar's profession, I thought maybe this would be something he would be mildly interested. It's it's super rudimentary, so oh, yeah. it's not like you have to be, you know, even close to the intelligence level that you are to do what you do. But I think you would like appreciate seeing the coding and the, the yeah, zeros and ones and how how the flow chart works and and you probably get through it a lot quicker because you're like, oh yeah, that goes there, that goes there, goes there to make it <laughs> do what it's supposed to do without breaking the code. Yeah. So. It's pretty neat, but once you get to the, I, I only got as far as the Azazel thing today. But you basically you free yourself once you complete all the tasks and you break the game and you crash it. You end up, I think, you end up actually like destroying the computer blows up um, after you're done totally crashing and breaking the game. And uh, it's uh, it's a really interesting game. Yeah, I think right right there where you had it, um, right there. There's the Azazel exe. Um, if I had a pause because I was talking to my mom real quick. <laughs> so, gotcha. so you got to break these locks on the four corners here and you'll click on it and you'll basically, you know, break the coding that he has. And this is little finger thing that's next to his face. Like it, it moves and grabs shit from you. Like it won't let you move things where you want it. And it puts stuff in its place. <laughs> so you have to be faster than it to put the stuff where it needs to be. And eventually like <laughs> it just totally breaks everything while you're playing it. And it, and it, it shakes the whole screen when it's typing to you to tell uh-huh. you that you can't beat it. It's the best security system in all of hell or whatever. <laughs> it's, it's just really <laughs> well done, super creative, really smart game and, and really, really good. <clears throat> so That's would awesome. I would highly recommend this, this hidden gem to literally anybody. I, I think anybody would have a good time with, yeah, uh, with it's, this one. That looks a lot of fun. I never, I don't think I finished it. I got to go back and finish this. It doesn't look like it's a super long game. No, 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 I can't remember. I I think it took me like a day or two, but I played it for like, you know, a couple hours, you know, each day I played it. I got it. Uh, I remember I got it for my birthday with this and alien isolation. And that was like a twofer for my birthday that year. So, um, would recommend, uh, everybody give this one a shot and just give it a try and see what you think. And, uh, and give it a whirl, and I think you would really, really appreciate it. It's a lot more of a puzzle game than than one might think uh, starting out, because you're playing it, and you're like, I'm a fucking pony, dude. Like, what what the hell is this going on? <laughs> yeah, it starts and, off very endless runner, and then turns yeah. into something very different from yeah. that. Very different. It's It really, really twists it on its head here, so would, uh, would recommend this anyway. So this is my hidden gem that I'm bringing for this year, and I'm, I'm proud to actually have one. Because the ones that I picked earlier today, I was like, these are garbage. Why, 
would think these were going to be very good. <laughs> so check out uh, Pony Island, guys. Pony Island For is sure. a highly recommended game. <clears throat> Sounds like three bangers to check out. Absolute. Absolutely. And I think Pony Island is free, isn't it? No, it's like it's like four bucks. It's 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 not even it? that expensive. Yeah, it's. I looked at it today and I was like, oh, it's. I was like, people should go and go and pick this thing up. So I think it's like five five bucks on Steam right now. It's still fairly inexpensive when I picked it up. That's even awesome. even the okay, I think yeah, that was a couple it's... years back that I picked it up, and it was only five bucks then too. So it wasn't. It's mm. never broken the bank on me. Definitely, I think it's definitely worth ten for for the entertainment value that I got out of it. It's really good. So. That's awesome. No, it's not Elden Ring, guys, but uh, it's still pretty. It's still pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. <clears throat> Fantastic! That's a great recommendation yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Short and sweet, guys. Short and sweet. I like it. Yeah, I mean, oh, we're okay. uh, we're coming up here. We're at forty-five minutes. I mean, I think that's I think that's a good length, especially since I I hinted at this at the beginning. If you weren't around, I have a feeling. Next week's episode, it's going to be a little long. There's it's, going to be yelling. It's There's a Christmas going to gift. Be, it is a Christmas gift, but it's <laughs> it's something that we as a team have been sitting on for quite a while. And uh, we were just waiting for one domino to fall. And it finally has gotten to the point where it, it is teetering. It is teetering right now. And as soon as that thing hits the rest of it, you're going to get a press B to cancel Christmas miracle that uh, <laughs> that you might say is timeless. It might. Say it is timeless. timeless. Yeah, it's going to be freaking amazing, and and I am so excited to finally be able to be part of this discussion coming up here in the near future. It's something very dear, near and dear to my heart, and uh, can't wait to uh, and have that uh, discussion with all of you guys. Jake and said, tell "Jake, how wrong he is yelling because you all Olay it wrong." We I look. I use oil of Olay just fine. I have ashy elbows. Leave me alone. Yeah. But <clears throat> no, it's going to be good. It's going to be a good time. And Jake's going to be called out and we're all going to say how wrong he is. And he's going to get <laughs> mad at us again. So it's going to be Circus Charlie all over again. Balloon fight. That's actually what the what episode else? is next week. We're talking Circus Charlie. Legitimately Circus Charlie. <laughs> Just That's all we were waiting on. We were waiting for the domino to fall just so we could talk about Circus Charlie <laughs> or the bar, the bar to lower. That's I think right. that's more like it. So. Right, no, man. it is well, not Circus Charlie. Please come back. Please come back. We know that if it was actually Circus Charlie, <laughs> you'd leave. I'm actually watching the subs drop. Come back. <laughs> Please. The numbers look good. <laughs> no, you'll enjoy next week's. I think you guys you guys are going to really like it because I know a lot of you are, are big fans of the discussion that we will be having. And you'll be able to chime in with your own opinions about how wrong Jake is. And uh, I actually know there's a few people out there that will support Jake's stance. And, you know... Even a broken clock is right twice a day. So things happen. All right, guys. Well, short, sweet. Is yeah. there anything else that we would like to add to this wonderful episode, guys? First of all, I'd like to thank both of you for taking time out of your evenings to come and sit down and have this discussion with me and, and the rest of the viewers and the crew. Um, Jake and GP, we know you're busy, but we wish you guys very well. And uh, we look forward to having GP back here in a couple couple more days, I think, a more weeks. So that's going to be awesome. We'll have the five amigos back in one screen again. We're super, super excited about it. We've got uh, Bring the Cage back, the six amigos. 
<laughs> he hasn't made an appearance in a while. No, he hasn't. He hasn't. What a better time. <laughs> what right. not a better time than the hidden gems episode. No, we actually um, have, we actually have kind of a, a lot of, uh, of great episodes lined up between now and kind of the beginning of the year. Yeah. So stick around with us. Tell your friends, subscribe, yeah. like, Ring that bell so you know when we go live. We're streaming on Twitch simultaneously. Go give us a follow on Twitch. Yeah, they both look great, by the way. I have both of the screens up, and we haven't had a single issue during the dual screen, so GG's on that. Thank you. Um, yeah. Thank you, everybody, who has followed us in the last couple of uh, mm-hmm. months and episodes we've had. We've had a huge uptick in subscribers and viewers, so thank you uh, for all the new f- friends and faces. And... Uh, listeners on the podcast uh through spotify and you know uh apple music and google and all that stuff that's out there hey uh asuka william fucking shahatner will be back he will be back good (laughs) might need him for next episode all right guys is there anything else we would like to add anything uh sinistar you got coming up or anything you'd like to add to uh the pile here no i'm just excited about the the, uh, the episodes we have between now and sometime in early January. I'm excited yeah, for a moment. I think we can we can share that uh, we you know we've got our game of the year episode coming up where we all share our picks of games for the year, not necessarily that came out in 2023, but that yeah. we fell in love with this year. And right. then it's, uh, yeah, and the other Sisyphean, one, yes, the, Sisyphean. So the follow up or the the report, and then our picks for 2024. Yep. It's going to be good. So it's going to be good. Yeah. Don't forget that the game of the year for us is just the game that we found in 2023. Not necessarily like Wolf said was made or released in 2023. Some of them may be, but some of them may have been yeah. made in 1989 and we just so happened to fall upon it and went, yo, I've been playing this literally all year. So yeah, don't call us out for that one. We're, we're going to get called out for that one. I'm sure. of it. So no. excellent. I don't think we ever have no. Wolf. <laughs> other than the excitement coming up you got anything uh you got anything around the corner you want to you want to escalate or bring up to um no not at the moment i might start doing some uh i don't know if i'm going to keep doing the streaming but i might just start putting some recordings up cool good nice we like those we miss those Speaking of streaming, I have a new job. That's right. I have left my current very lengthy job, and now I have a better time schedule that will actually bring back my stream consistently. So next nice. Friday, you can catch my dumbass on Twitch playing. I haven't decided yet, but it may have something to do with what we'll talk about next week. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. We'll see. But you will see me back on Twitch consistently towards the end of the year and during my Christmas break and uh, just uh, do our thing. So. Guys, thank you so much. I appreciate every single one of you. Thank I appreciate you. all the viewers, listeners, and uh, and of course, my wonderful co-host family that uh, keeps on keeping on. So until next time, this is Press Speed to Cancel. I got nothing this week. Sorry. Just Bye. like just like uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt, this has been another hidden joke. <laughs>
Constant Capsule.